0: Rock Radio 77 W.A.B.C. Entertaining and informative. This is sit and Friends in the Morning. 77 W.A.B.C. I've been in a right please. Oh, man, time. Dr. John by right, here. Another birthday, right, Lewis. We celebrated brother, Joe Walsh with some Eagles, I'm long run. We celebrated real. Dwayne Allman, sweet Melissa. This is Dr. John. But John checked out the house a long time ago, Johnny, didn't he? Uh, yeah, 2019, I guess. No, wow. he's gone you know, he's almost gone. five years, he's yeah. Gone. So I got a big night coming up tonight. Well, I got to tell Jason, you got to give me a Tom Morrow plus one. Leave two more tickets at the door. It is boxing night at the New York Athletic Club. Big deal right there on uh, Central Park South. And uh, I guess they have, like, uh, some real big-time celebrity speak first. and that's it's going to be me. They've got guys like Stephen A. Smith, Christopher Mad Dog, Russo. Well, I'll be speaking tonight. Then a short Q&A. And then a whole night of boxing. And Jason Trenner, who puts this thing together every year, Is uh, not only handsome, but really smart, and he's a money guy. He's been in studio with us before. He's on Fox Business, probably CNBC as well. He's right there with Gasparino, Crowley, Kudlow, all of them. But he's also a big sports guy, so I'm excited to do his event, uh, Danielle and I, later on tonight. Jason Trenner. Jason, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good to be here, Sid. Nice to have you back. You love this show, and you love the music, man. I
1: I listen to it every morning, and as I always say, the music is unbelievable. Maybe (laughs) it's because you and I are the same age, but I I don't know. It's it's always great.
0: Uh, I'm glad you think that way, and I'm glad you enjoy the program, and thank you for uh, coming back again. First of all, uh, thank you for uh, doing this uh, with me tonight, and I'm humbled you picked me to host. For folks that may want to get there tonight, New York Athletic Club, what exactly is in store?
1: Well, so it's uh, so it's it's private clubs. I'm sorry, not everybody can come, but this is one of these things I used to do with my dad. They have intercollegiate boxing matches every year at the New York Athletic Club, and there's so the Service Academies, there's a couple of other colleges. They all come uh, to New York on the Monday before Thanksgiving. And it really is like a throwback event. You you think you close your eyes or you know squint your eyes, you think you're in like the 1940s.
0: Like all of a sudden, Bert Sugar was going to be sitting there wearing his hat and smoking his <laughs> cigar. I miss him. <laughs> right.
1: right. Right. Yeah. Bert was Bert was one of our speakers. So this is one of these things. I was very close with my dad, and we we were very much into uh, to baseball um, and boxing. And horse racing. And so every year before he passed, we would go to this thing, just the two of us. And then when he passed away, I said, let's make a client event. And so every year since then, it's about 16, 17 years, we've invited clients to join us, about 50 to 75 people. And then we get a special speaker like yourself. And we talk, which we've had Bobby Valentine, we've had Burt Sugar, and, and uh, George Cooney. And we've had, uh, you know, had a lot of, you know, Chuck Weppner, the Bayonne Bleeder yes. Rocking. And it's a it's a great it's a great evening a great throwback you know uh, very throwback type night.
0: Well, you're a big sports fan, Jason Trenna, but you make your money every day talking about the market and finances. And you know, I spend a lot of time on this show the last couple of weeks, obviously talking about what's going on in Israel. But I'm always quick to remind people: don't forget what's going on here, right? I mean, certainly when you look around the world. The foreign policy for Biden is a complete disaster. How you can argue that, I don't know. Trump is president. There's no issues in Ukraine or Crimea. Before him, Obama, Putin invades. Trump leaves, Putin invades again. Uh, You got the war in Israel. You got China floating with attacking Taiwan. You got the North Koreans firing missiles into the water towards Japan. I mean, it's a mess. But let's not forget what's going on here, which is still interest rates, strangling Americans, and inflation while down from a year ago, still way too high, way too high. Is that not true? No, it's true. And I think, you know,
1: Sid, all those things are, are connected, right? So because um, the Biden administration is running massive deficits, uh, deficits like we've never seen before at this level of unemployment. Usually, usually you run deficits this high, 5 6% of GDP, when you're in the midst of a recession, uh, and the unemployment rate's above seven. Now, now the unemployment rate's below four, and they're spending money like it's it's no tomorrow, and that's largely to get reelected. Uh, the cost of that, though, is inflation. Um, so, you know, there's a cost to avoiding a recession at all costs, and that cost is inflation. And given what's happening globally now, um, the costs for the U.S. taxpayer are going to go up. A- and I would say inflation is likely to go up, too, because we're not going to be able to rely on goods from all around the world at very cheap subsidized prices. We're in a world that we call it, you know, it's deglobalization, where the US isn't going to be the only only power in the world to to secure naval lanes and shipping lanes and all the rest of it. So this is all you know it all fits into one piece. And um unfortunately there's absolutely no concept of fiscal sobriety in, in Washington, DC. And that's what makes me skeptical that the lower inflation that we've seen over the last year is is going to persist, and it's still high. It's still much higher than what the Fed wants. It's still, you know, um, Fed wants two percent. It's still, depending on your measure, it's somewhere between three and four percent. Much higher than what we've been accustomed to.
0: Much higher than Trump. Let's just put it that way. I believe it was 1.4, right? I mean, let's 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 be honest about all this and, and say the word Trump. I know it's a dirty word to a lot of people, but they need to wake up and smell the coffee. None of these issues were issues just a couple of years ago. So I would ask you this. It seems like, Jason, we're fighting with the whole world. I mean, I know he met with China last week, and they had a nice little discussion. It just seems like we're fighting with the whole world. So how do we improve relationships. I'm not even talking about from a war standpoint. I mean, from a from a financial standpoint with all these people that we seemingly don't really get along.
1: Well, the, I mean, I would say it's peace through strength. Right. So it's it, there, it, there's two parts of it. one is, I would say, I'm not a military expert or geopolitical expert, but certainly I think when other countries respect us and our power geopolitically, that helps. I'd also say, though, that we, if we have sound fiscal um, background, that helps as well. Um, and so right that that makes it more difficult for other countries to ignore us or go their own way, and so it it again goes back to spending uh, and and this is something unfortunately we 've we 've had this exorbitant privilege they call it of having the reserve currency forever we 're not probably going to lose it uh, you know for the last hundred years we 're not going to lose it anytime soon i don 't think, but if we keep going down this road um, We'll lose it, and that, that will mean significantly higher inflation and significantly weaker yeah. U.S. Wow. power around the world.
0: I mean, in fairness to uh, Biden, Trump also spent a ton of money. I know we talk about COVID, and that was a lot of money, but he also spent a lot of money. To be fair, Donald Trump did, but we were healthier. True. I mean, now the you know they kept raising interest rates and .5, .5. I believe the last time they didn't in an effort to lower inflation – so it kind of gave you this um, this misconception that things were getting better. But if I can't go to a bank and get a loan, if I can't buy a house, if I can't sell my house, how are things better?
1: No, it's listen, it's it's true. Uh, at the prime rate, so that's the rate that banks charge their best customers, eight and a half. A thirty-year fixed mortgage would be close to eight percent, right? So one of the things that's happening in the housing market now is a lot of people. People say, well, housing prices are still so high. They're still so high because a lot of people can't move. Because they they have very low uh, mortgage rates in their existing home, and if they wanted to move, they'd have to pay much much higher mortgage rates on their next home. So they're not moving. There's a limited supply, and prices are still high. But in terms of just the quality of life uh, and the standard of living, it, it's hard to say that it's better than it was one year, two years, three. Certainly, when when Donald Trump was uh, was in office. As someone who lives in New York City, who's lived in the city for the last 30 years, so I can say that my quality of life has also declined you know, meaningfully yeah, yeah. since the pandemic uh, because of a lot of the issues that you're talking about in terms of migrants and all the rest of it, crime um it's uh yeah, but it's terrorists a too
0: add a third yeah. element to that crime you got the uh the everyday guys that are still pushing people in front of trains and you got the migrants and then here come the terrorists that right now are still hiding somewhere in Astoria, queens uh in Atlanta. i'm not really laughing so uh, uh you mentioned recession in the last 60 seconds and again bringing on uh your colleagues my friends the crowley's the cudlow's the gasparino's yeah. even the insana's they were telling me months ago a recession is coming they weren't sure it would get to a depression, but certainly at the very least a recession. And I don't believe we're there yet. Does that mean we're not going to get there?
1: I think it's still. Said I would say if you're placing odds, uh, it's that's the odds-on favorite type of uh, call is that a recession? Listen, you, you know, you, um, recessions are part a normal part of a business cycle. They they come uh, eventually. We have the one we had cons- that was during COVID. Was extremely short, basically because we flooded the system with liquidity. So this is part of the reason why we have inflation now. But um, normally, even if it's a mild one, it lasts a while. And I would argue it's very rare not to get a recession when interest rates rise this much. And so, if you're a betting, if you're a betting man, you'd say that a recession is likely. Now, hopefully, it's mild, but um, it's you know it's not that mild if you lose your job, right? So it's it's a um, there's really no such thing as kind of a mild recession in a way, um, maybe for the financial markets, but not for individuals. So in my opinion, one is is quite likely just simply because the Fed has tightened as much as they have. It almost never happens that the Fed tightens this much, and you don't get a recession. Right,
0: right. Well, Jason Trenner, that was a great conversation. You're now two for two. Congratulations. Baseball, you're Thank hitting a you. 1,000. But I look very much forward. I'm going to see you in about uh, seven hours. So, um, Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. So is Danielle. So enjoy your afternoon, and we will All see right, you at friend. the fights later on tonight, Bob. All right. All right. Take it easy. You too. Jason Trenner right there.